When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars, where we give you an inside look to what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, we'll be talking all about a very exciting new moon in Capricorn, as well as Mercury re-entering Capricorn. But in case you missed it, last week, Mars entered Capricorn. Lots of planets are in Capricorn right now. If you want to know more about that, then definitely listen to last week's episode before diving into this one. And just to give you a heads up, next week, we will tell you everything you need to know about Aquarius season and how it affects you. And with that being said, let's dive into the episode. So the first thing that happens this week is the new moon in Capricorn. This happens on January 11th at 6.57 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Per usual, the date and time are from the website astroseek.com. And yes, that is one that this new moon is happening on. What you need to know is Capricorn is an earth sign that's ruled by Saturn, right? And it's often associated with qualities such as discipline, responsibility, ambition, practicality, etc. So during a new moon in Capricorn, all of those qualities are being emphasized, encouraging you to focus on your long-term goals, to work towards success in life, and to take practical steps towards the things that you'd like to achieve. It's a really ideal time to set what would be normally a New Year's resolution, even though the New Year's has officially begun because it's all about setting goals for the long term and working towards them. How this affects you is the new moon in Capricorn will bring us new beginnings. As Jade mentioned, this is a great time to set your intentions or reflect on the resolutions that you already set for yourself to see if there are any adjustments or things you want to change as you are setting out to achieve your goals. Capricorn is a really ambitious sign, but it's also realistic and practical. So it's really a good time to be setting goals because we can connect with the Capricorn energy to make sure that we are putting a plan in place and being realistic in the things that we want to achieve, whether that is for this year or just the next couple months. Yeah. So why this matters? Well, one, new moons are for new beginnings And Capricorn is a cardinal sign, which is all about taking initiative. So if you combine that initiative-oriented energy of Capricorn with new moon, new intentions, new beginnings, it's an excellent time to be starting new projects. If you're not starting anything new, you might take this as an opportunity to reflect on your life since Capricorn is known for its appreciation of structure and order. It's a good time to reflect on organization in your life, routines, and maybe any responsibilities that you have. 
it can be really good to reorganize, reprioritize, and adjust those responsibilities if you feel that things are becoming a little bit chaotic in your life. Something you might not know is that Capricorn is associated with wisdom and the ability to learn from your experiences. So as you are setting new goals or even just reflecting on your responsibilities in your everyday life, it is a really good time to look back on the past and then apply what you learned from those experiences and situations to what is going on in your life right now. Certain signs will be affected more than others during this new moon, and those signs are going to be Capricorn, Cancer, Aries, and Libra. This applies to personal placements, so Sun, Moon, Rising, Mercury, Venus, and or Mars placements only. Now, there are some aspects to this new moon that you'll want to pay attention to. They definitely add a lot of interesting effects The first one is that the sun and moon will be trine Uranus. This aspect might bring a sense of excitement or a desire for change. You might hear people talk about this new moon being a 111 portal. And for the most part, the aspects of this new moon do suggest and encourage inviting in new ideas or inviting in change or serving as an opportunity to express your individuality and your originality. That's something you might notice and feel from the sun and moon being trine Uranus. Things feel really exciting. You're open and willing to try new things and express yourself more authentically. This new moon will also be sextile Neptune. This aspect is really going to enhance our spiritual and creative side. You might find that it's easier to connect with your inner self, to express yourself creatively, and you also might experience more compassion, empathy, and intuition. If you are someone who likes to manifest, this is definitely a good new moon for that. This is a good time to create a vision board, to say your affirmations, scripting, journaling, any type of spiritual practice, this would be a good time to initiate it. Now, one of the slight challenges to this new moon is that it is loosely conjunct Pluto. It's not a very tight aspect, so it might not be felt as strongly, but its presence is still there. The conjunction to Pluto can bring some strong emotions, but at the same time, it can really provide as a good opportunity for self-discovery. As Kara was mentioning, if journaling is something you're looking to do on this new moon, you might feel that while journaling and writing things down, you're discovering truths about yourself and how you can work through those discoveries to grow and transform into the best version of yourself possible. And then lastly, the sun and moon will be square the nodes. This is going to bring about some challenges related to your direction in life. For some people, this will be a time where you want to make bigger adjustments so that you can better align the things that you're doing with your goals and passions. It can be a little bit more challenging, especially if this new moon is affecting you more closely like if you have cancer capricorn aries or libra placements 
You might become more aware of different obstacles and challenges, but because this is a new moon, it will still be a good time to create a plan or to start brainstorming different things that you can do to overcome those obstacles. And then the next thing that happens during this week is Mercury re-entering Capricorn on January 13th. This happens at 9.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What you need to know is that Mercury, if you remember, was already in Capricorn and then it went retrograde in Capricorn, retrograded into Sagittarius, stationed direct in Sagittarius, and now is back in Capricorn. So we're starting to close out that Mercury retrograde chapter. But moving forward with Mercury in Capricorn, you can expect to be thinking a little bit more methodically and strategically since Capricorn is associated with structure and organization, it's a really good time to be making those plans. We've been talking a lot about goals. So if you are looking to set new goals and achieve new goals, whether that just be in your personal life, your professional life, or financial goals, academic goals, whatever they may be, you can start making plans to achieve them coming up with different strategies or timelines to make those things happen. If you're not setting any goals at this point in time, it's still really good for thinking practically and handling any challenges that you might experience with a more practical mindset. How this affects you is your thinking and communication will be more meticulous and detail-oriented. When Mercury's in Capricorn, there's more of a focus on details and being very precise, creating a plan. This makes it a really good time for setting goals and intentions as we just spoke about, but it also is really good for tasks that require careful attention and focus. So why this matters? Well, in addition to goals, because we've been talking so much about it, this is also a really important time for making decisions. So if you're finding that you have to make certain choices whether that just be deciding where you're going to go to eat or deciding if you're going to take a new job or not. You're definitely being a little bit more strategic when it comes to what you decide to do. You're more aware of the long-term consequences of your choices and your actions. So if there are any important decisions that you have to make, this Mercury transit will be really helpful in making sure that you're choosing something that will work out in your favor in the long term. Something you might not know is that when Mercury enters into the sign of Capricorn on the 13th, it's still in its post-shadow phase, which will not end until January 20th at 11.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we will still be experiencing some themes from the retrograde period coming to an end and fully being completed on January 20th. But if you're wondering how long Mercury and Capricorn in general lasts, Mercury will enter Aquarius on February 5th at 12.10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that could be February 4th if you're on a different coast. So you have between January 13th through February 5th or 4th time zone, depending, to experience Mercury and Capricorn. But as Kara just mentioned, from the 20th through the 4th slash 5th is when you'll have Mercury and Capricorn without post shadow. And then per usual, certain signs are affected more than others. 
Cancer, Capricorn, Aries, and Libra placements will be affected the most. And again, by placements, we mean Sun, Moon, Rising, Mercury, Venus, or Mars placements only. So there are a few key dates you'll want to pay attention to while Mercury is in Capricorn. The first is January 18th when Mercury will be sextile Saturn. This aspect can bring a disciplined and practical approach to our communication As we mentioned, this is a really good time in general, Mercury and Capricorn, for long-term planning, but add the influence of Saturn. It makes for a really good time to have serious discussions or to organize any thoughts. If there's any written communication that you need to do that requires a lot of thought, January 18th might be a good day for that. And then on January 19th, Mercury will be trying Jupiter. This is a positive aspect and it's going to bring smooth and supportive energy to our thinking and communication. This aspect really encourages us to think positive. This is a great time for learning, trying new things, and being more optimistic. It also can bring us a sense of confidence and open-mindedness as well. But one day that you're going to want to just be mindful of is January 27th because Mercury will be conjunct Mars, a conjunction merging the communicative energy of Mercury and the assertive energy of Mars can bring some assertive communication, obviously. (laughs) But with that being said, it's a really good day for thinking quickly, for expressing your ideas with passion and with assertiveness, but it's also going to be really important that you're just mindful of any conflicts that arise, especially if you're feeling a little bit more impatient or impulsive than usual. Mars is adding a sense of urgency to our communication. So if you're noticing around January 27th that you want to speak without thinking, maybe just take a moment to slow down and just be mindful of any arguments that might arise. The following day, January 28th, will have more challenging aspects. Mercury will be trying Uranus, and there also will be a square to the nodes. When Mercury is trying Uranus, this is typically a very positive aspect where there's a lot of innovation and change and creativity going on. However, the square to the nodes can indicate there being some challenges. You might find that you're running into some communication issues around this time, and you also might find that you need to make some changes so that you can realign yourself with your passions and goals. And then lastly, on February 2nd, Mercury will be sextile Neptune. This can be a really favorable time for artistic expression, creative thinking, and spiritual discussions. You might notice that when you're talking to others, you're able to understand them on a more deeper and empathetic level. And at the same time, if you're somebody who is looking for a little bit more inspiration or guidance from your intuition, the sex held in Neptune will definitely be helping you achieve that. But that is pretty much it for this week. If you're curious to know how any of these things affect you on a more personal level, then you can always discover what it means for you in a personalized reading. The link to book readings will be in the description of this episode. And if you've never booked a reading before, then you can use the code STARS, all caps, S-T-A-R-S, 
for $20 off your first reading. And just a reminder, next week we'll be talking all about Aquarius season. It's definitely a juicy season with some outer planet movement going on that you want to pay attention to. So stick around for next week's episode if you want to know more. But until then, if you want to stay in the loop with us and what's to come, make sure you're following us on Instagram. And we're also on YouTube at BLME The Stars. That is all for now. And we'll see you all next Monday.